Hello, this is Roger Shouse, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our Heaven Bound podcast family. This month, the month of June, we're looking at jumpstarts written from the book of Joshua. This is jumpstart number 2722, first written in the year 2020. Joshua 24, verse 15. If it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves today whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served which are beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose lands you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Our passage today is well known and well loved by those who are familiar with the Bible. Joshua tells the nation to choose. His choice was already made. He was staying with the Lord. And with this verse, we give some thought to the idea of choices. Sometimes we make bad choices. We make a promise and we cannot keep it. We do not read the fine print when we sign our name to an important document. We, we decide to reveal something that was told to us in confidence. Choices. There are four principles we need to remember about choices. First, we have the liberty to make any choice we want, but we do not get to choose the consequences that follow those choices. A person can drink alcohol until he passes out. Many do that. That's his choice. He doesn't have to do that, but he chooses to do that. Now, he's not at liberty to choose the consequences that may come from drunkenness. He may wake up sick and with the worst headache of all time. That follows drinking. He may lose his job. He may lose his driver's license. His reputation may be ruined, and he might even spend a night in jail. You can choose anything you want, but you cannot choose what follows. Second, our minds can justify anything our heart really wants. This is true even of things that are wrong. In our minds, we find a way to make the wrong look right. Here is a person who does not have a biblical reason for a divorce, yet he wants to get one. Later, he finds the love of his life. He can't get married, not according to the Bible, but he wants to. Now he finds ways to make this right. His first wife, he says, is a witch, he says. She's abusive and mean and threatening. Truth is, he really wants to get married again. Nothing is going to stop him, including the Bible or what folks say down at the church house. He paints a picture that makes him look like a hero and tries to gather up sympathizers and supporters for his cause. His mind has justified what his heart wants. Third, one bad decision often leads to more bad decisions. David's adultery with Bathsheba is a classic illustration of this. The first bad decision is calling for Bathsheba to come to his palace. Then to cover up the pregnancy, he brought her husband home from the war front and got him drunk. Bad decision. When that didn't work the way he wanted it to, he sent him back to the front lines with orders for the troops to withdraw so he would be killed. The list of wrongs keep growing and growing. Once a door of bad decisions has been opened, more and more are likely to follow. This is true of lying. A second lie has to be told to cover the first lie. One bad decision often leads to more bad decisions. And before we get away from the final, before we get to the final principle about choices, we ought to give notice that there is a pattern of not thinking spiritually. Biblically or godly running through these first principles is the idea of a person making a bad decision and not thinking spiritual. When we don't think spiritually, we make bad decisions. He is only thinking of himself. He's only trying to cover up one bad choice with another bad choice. And when our minds are not focused upon the Lord, we will justify anything that we want. So all of this tells us that we need to be thinking better than what we have been. And this is done by what we allow our minds to dwell upon and what we pour into our hearts. 
Paul said, let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. When that happens, it will shape and direct our thinking. Bad choices will be stopped, confessed, and changed rather than leading to more and more bad choices. I wonder if we have spent too much time telling young people to make the right choices when we have not gotten them to think right. The foundation of right choices is a mind and a heart that loves the Lord and wants to please the Lord. Fourth, the final principle about choices is that God can use us even after we've made bad choices. Peter shows us that. He rebuked the Lord. He had little faith. He denied the Lord. However, God wasn't finished with Peter. God was willing to give Peter another chance. Jesus trusted Peter with a wonderful gospel message of his life. God will give us another chance when others will not. People will remember your bad choices. Some will remind you of them over and over again. But God is not like this. He'll find a place for you to be useful in the kingdom if you'll simply follow him. He will forgive you and help you if you will simply do what he says. Choose you this day. Boy, that sums up a person's life. Everyday choices. Do I get up out of bed? Do I go to work? Do I do my job? Do I walk through this day with a cheerful and joyful spirit? Do I complain or give thanks? Do I worship or not? Do I follow or not? Do I become or do I not become? Choices every single day, big choices and little choices. Some choices do not matter much and are soon forgotten. Other choices are big and can alter my direction in life. The worst choice one can make is to live without Jesus. You can ignore him, but he will not forget you. You can deny his existence, but he still will love you. He is always there. Choices. Choose you this day whom you will serve. Thank you so much for listening.